You are listening to Give Me the Bible with Len. Today's program is entitled The Bible Trustworthy or Trick? Hello, listeners. This is Len. Welcome to the first in a series of programs called Give Me the Bible. We hope you enjoy what the Bible has to say about many subjects and that this grand book will provide meaning for you and inspire you. We hope that you will find these programs helpful, helpful in dealing with the issues of life, and helpful in giving you reassurance and stability, as well as hope for your future. Today, we need to start at the very basics of this book and find out how the book came about and what is to be found in its pages. So, what is the Bible? The book, The Bible, derives its name from the Greek word biblia, meaning book. Hence the name means the book. You might observe that the name is suggestive of being the most important book. Otherwise, it would have just been called book. Many people refer to the Bible as the good book. In fact, the Bible is a collection of 66 related books in the one cover. It's a bit like a compilation of essays or short stories. The Bible is divided into two halves. The first part is called the Old Testament, and the last is the New Testament. The Old Testament consists of 39 books and the New Testament of 27 books. The Old Testament could best be understood as the BC or before Christ books and the New Testament the Anno Domini or after death books. The books were written over a period of about 1,600 years, the last one being written at about A.D. 90. The theme which ties all these separate books into one volume is that the books are understood to have originated from God. Unlike other so-called holy books, The Bible claims to have been written by various persons under the direct inspiration of God. Sometimes the Bible, or the Holy Bible as it is also known, is called 
the word of God or God's word. Although the Bible deals with many aspects of life, it is primarily about who God is and how God relates to human beings. It teaches how human beings should live in relation to each other and to God. More than that, it teaches about Jesus Christ, who the Bible claims to be the only means by which human beings can be made right with God and to have everlasting life. In addition to the above, the Bible is an historical record of how life on earth came about. It traces the history of mankind and it explains the origin, the effects and remedy of evil and sin. The Bible explains a cosmic conflict, the great controversy between good and evil, a conflict that has affected mankind from earliest times. The Bible provides the answer for those who have been infected by sin. Through stories, instruction, poetry and wisdom sayings, the Bible teaches how human beings should live. It provides a moral code of behaviour and outlines the need for human beings to respect each other and to honour God. Written in the original Aramaic and Hebrew languages, there was no punctuation and no chapters and verses. These have since been included by the translators to make it easier to find particular passages as well as to make it readable in such languages as English. As far as possible, translators have tried to convey the original meanings, although with some phrases and sentences that has been extremely difficult. If you look at a Bible, you will see a number for each chapter and numbers for all the separate verses. So, to find your way around the Bible, there are three things you must refer to. Firstly, there is the name of the book within the whole book. Then, there will be the number of the chapter and then the number of the verse. The best known text in the Bible is probably John 3.16. To find it, you would first need to find the book of John. Then turn to chapter 3, which you will see is subdivided into verses. Each verse is like a paragraph and has a number, and so you would need to look down to verse 16 to find out what it says. To help those who are unfamiliar with the Bible, there is an index near the front. 
The index will provide an ordinal listing of the various books and the page number of where each book can be found. It is possible to obtain a Bible in other languages than English. As well as that, there have been quite a few translations in English, especially to put what is said into modern day-to-day English. Probably one of the most accurate English translations is known as the King James Version. In it, the language is English that was spoken in the 1600s. Many people find it easier to read a modern version, such as the New English Bible or the New International Version. In these cases, the translators have gone back to the original manuscripts. However, there are some easy-to-read Bibles, such as the Message, or the Living Bible, where the author or authors have simply put the King James Version of the Bible into modern idiom. Certain Bible scholars have gone through the Bible and have recorded every word into a kind of dictionary called a concordance. Should someone know a particular word, the word beginning, for example, they can look up the word beginning and will get all the places in the Bible where that word is to be found. The first reference for the word beginning is in in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, which happens to be the very first verse in the Bible. What we need to know is whether this book is of any value to people living on planet Earth in the 21st century, or if it is instead a worthless book full of outdated ideas. We're going to stop for a moment, have a little break, a musical break, and we'll come back straight afterwards. I strolled to an old mission garden And as I was kneeling alone An arm gently fell on my shoulder It was the Padre of old San Antonio We went for a walk in the garden And as we were talking alone He told why he came to the mission To the mission in old San The chapel bells they rang And an angel chorus sang Mi amor, que ama mio From the sky 
down to pray in the garden And whispered mi amor, mi corazón Then I knew that his love was an angel The Padre of old San Antonio Just before the break, I asked the question, is the Bible of any value to people living in the 21st century, or is it just an old stuffy book full of outdated ideas? The French philosopher Voltaire, a sceptic, boasted that within 100 years of his death, the Bible would disappear from the face of the earth. Voltaire died in 1728, but the Bible lives on. No other book has been subject to such attack, so often banned or burnt, so scrutinised, so despised or so challenged as has the Bible. In now over 200 years since Voltaire, Voltaire is virtually forgotten, while the Bible is trusted by more people than ever before. It has withstood the attacks through the ages. But why? Why has this old book survived? Why were so many people and it's estimated to be 50 million at least, and possibly up to 150 million, who, especially in the Middle Ages, were prepared to die rather than compromise their principles and beliefs which they had gotten from the Bible. Why are there so many people imprisoned and persecuted today? because they too believe in what the Bible says. Why have people been prepared to die rather than forsake what they have learned from the Bible? We must recognise that millions of people in the past and millions in the present age have found great value in what is written on the pages of this book. Although it's impossible to obtain exact figures, there is little doubt that the Bible is the world's best-selling and most widely distributed book. A survey by the Bible Society concluded that around 20, uh, sorry, 2.5 billion copies were printed between 1815 and 1975 but more recent estimates put the number at more than 5 billion. Since 1975, many more Bibles have been produced. The Bible has been translated into over 349 languages, while parts of the Bible 
have been translated into over 2,123 languages. Why is this book so popular, even in modern times? The popularity of the Bible indicates that there is something very special about this book. The answer is that this book, the Bible, has the power to change lives. There are many examples of people who have been living hopeless and worthless lives. Some on drugs, some addicted to alcohol, sex, crime and other things, who, after reading the Bible, have changed from once desperate, negative and hopeless persons to where they have become clean living, useful and positive. Hardened criminals have changed into beautiful people after reading the Bible. The same can be said about addicts, thieves, social outcasts and so on. People with no goals have become useful citizens. Selfish people have stopped looking after their own interests and have started caring for others. People who felt they had no future discovered a purpose in life. The list goes on and on. And these changes came about through an encounter with the Bible. There seems to be power in this book that no other book has. If you consider yourself of little worth, or you despise yourself because of things you have done or become, maybe you, like many others before you, can find what you are looking for through reading the Bible. It is said that a person can find happiness and fulfilment in life if they have each and all of these following four things. You might like to jot these down. I'll repeat them straight after. They are 1. Someone to love 2. Someone who loves you 3. Something to do and four, something to hope for. Hope for, I'm sorry. They are the things that bring about happiness and fulfilment in life. I'll repeat them. One, someone to love. Two, someone who loves you. Three, something to do. And finally, something to hope for. It seems that the Bible covers all of those needs, and especially the last one. People in despair have found comfort and hope as they read the Bible. Of course, the majority of people alive on planet Earth today either don't know or don't care about the Bible. But those who do know and do care feel privileged to understand what this book teaches. If you don't own a Bible, contact us on this station 
and we will be happy to provide you one free of charge. If you do have a Bible, why don't you get it and place it in a spot where you have ready access to it? Furthermore, please do me a favour. As we go further in looking at what the Bible has to say, please do not only accept my word about what the Bible says without checking it up for yourself. As you continue to listen to the programs, have a pen and paper handy so you can write down the references I give and read what the Bible says for yourself. To finish off today, here is a summary of why many people living in past times and in the modern world today find value in the Bible. They recognise that the Bible still exists even after many hundreds of years after it was written. The Bible is the world's most widely printed and popular book. The Bible has something about it to change lives for the better. The Bible gives people hope. The Bible is and has been so important to many people that they were prepared to die rather than refute its teachings. The Bible is relevant to life. Now all this is rather interesting, but can we trust this book? Is it really the Word of God, or is it a collection of philosophical statements, stories and fables? Next time we will look at some of the evidences by which we can determine whether or not the Bible was made up from people's imaginations or if it is indeed from God. I hope you will join me as we examine this special book together. In the meantime, I wish you peace, joy and fulfilment and I look forward to you joining me again next time where we will learn more about what is contained in that very extraordinary book, the Bible.